Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Scratch, the show where we let real stories out. The following is a legacy episode, back when the show used to be called Tuesdays at 2 from 2019. We can almost even call this a uh, throwback to the last decade. I mean, we're not lying in that. It's just uh, we've got a new format, but we want to honor where we've been. Are you itching for a good story? Welcome to The Scratch. This is episode 8 of our throwback vintage series here. It was initially episode 34 of Tuesdays at 2, and is an interview with Robert Bowden III, who is the owner and founder of Spartan 4x4. It initially aired on November 19th, 2019. How are you doing today, guys? Doing good. We're Well, all, all one of me is doing good. The audience <laughs> out there, I can't speak for them. I hope that they're having a good day. So um, excited to, to have you on. Um, excited to get to know you a little bit more. Um, Robert and I got the opportunity to work together and continue to work together on a lot of different things. Um, I'm not going to speak for him on everything that he does, but we make videos for his amazing truck and car company. If you want to, in a nutshell, and yep. that's a long story and we're working yeah. on that, but if you want to introduce people to uh, Spartan 4x4, what it is you do, um, I'm sure everybody would appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show today, Sam. It uh, really means a lot that you're reaching out to someone like myself, even though you can reach out to a lot more people than just me. Um, but yeah, so Spartan 4x4 and Spartech Performance here in Bowling Green, Kentucky, we build custom trucks, Jeeps, SUVs, and then we're also getting into cars as well. So muscle cars, exotic cars, classic cars, it doesn't matter what. Um, and we do pretty much everything from uh, the ground up, restoration, frame off. Um, the only stuff we don't really do is paint in-house and transmission work. But everything else, I mean, you dream it, we build it. That's awesome. You, it's not something that was really dreamt up overnight either though. It's, you've been doing it for a long time. I talk a lot like at length with the audience about like creating uh, videos like at a young age, starting like 13, but I think you started younger than me, didn't you? You yeah, started pretty yeah. young. Um, and growing up, I was, I was really big into Legos. I was that kid. Um, so I remember my brother and I used to build custom cars out of Legos, which was pretty fun. Then I got into RC cars, some that would go up like 70 miles an hour. So I started tinkering with them um, and uh, just kind of fell in love with it. I was always in love with cars, but obviously I was a kid. I was poor. I didn't have any money to do anything or wasn't even able to have a driver's license. So I just kind of rode in the passenger <laughs> seat and looked at all the cool ones going by. Went to car shows growing up, you know, watched a lot of stuff online, watched TV and just really fell in love with the industry. So then when I got to the age of, you know, being able to do stuff myself, I think I was about 17 years old back in 2015 in my parents' garage, started working on cars, um, got into Instagram, started promoting stuff for companies nationwide, got parts in return, built a couple of websites and just kind of used that to kind of fuel my passion and to kind of get this thing off the ground. Then when I came up to Western, because um, I'm from Atlanta, when I came up to Bowling Green, I was just kind of running out of my dorm over at Western Kentucky University and then um, just kind of just kind of kept going with it. We got our first office, we uh, hired our first employee, and then about a year later I hired a second employee, and then about a, six months to a year after that we opened up our first shop. I think it was 900 square feet, I mean smaller than the average person's garage. And, uh, we got some equipment um, and just kind of started from there. And then fast forward to July of 2019, we've got a 6,000 square foot shop um, where we literally do everything from wheels, tires, alignments, inspections, all the way up to ex really expensive custom car builds. And uh, we worked with some high profile clients. We're getting really big into the media side of things. And um, get to, let's see, present day, what is today, November 11th, 2019, there's uh, nine of us that work there. So it's uh, there's a lot going on. And out of the nine, seven of the nine are under the age of 25. So we're young, but we know what we're doing and we're just kind of doing something that no one else is, Jason. Mm -hmm. 
there's a certain power in, in doing things when you're young. I think we've, um, I, I've definitely experienced that and I'm no longer finally the youngest person in the company that I'm yep. the owner of. But, um, what do you think it is about being young? I think you talked about this during your ribbon cutting speech, kind of what, what is it about being young that is not, um, a negative, but is actually fuel for the fire is more of a positive. Yeah. Uh, I think I know what you're getting after. I mean, being young, the hardest thing about being young is having people take you seriously. And it's not a necessarily a thing because of your age, but it's because people think that you have a lack of experience, which is completely understandable. So that means you just have to work that much harder at getting experience, being professional, understanding how to communicate with a customer, knowing where to fix different parts of your business, how to grow, change, evolve, you know, whatever, which way possible. And then also I think one of the benefits about being young is you can outwork people. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care how. You told me you don't even drink coffee. I don't even drink coffee. Yeah, I wake up in the morning and drink ice water because <laughs> no, I can't it's identify with that. But wow, <laughs> I mean, it's just you're, when you're young, you just have a little bit less to worry about. Um, that's the that's the fact of the matter. And and I'm not saying just because you're older or of an older age that you can't you know work hard. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying younger people can outwork older people easily if they really set their minds to it. I know some people that are in their 50s and 60s that could outwork me any day, but if I really wanted to put in the work, I mean, really wanted to do it, put in an 18, 19, 20 hour day, I mean, it can be done. It's grueling, it's exhausting, but it's not like I have kids to go home to right now, or I have several mouths to feed or anything like that. I'm, it's me, myself, and I, I'm just taking care of myself and, um, and the people that work for me, but uh, you just have a little bit less going on, which kind of enables you to do a little bit more than the average person. And, also, being young, you've got something to prove. I mean, I'm always going to be the type of person where I always have something to prove. But especially when you're young, you're out there, you're getting your you know, your feet dirty. Um, and you're, you're just putting in the work, trying to build a name for yourself, chasing a dream, and just doing all you can. I mean, in in my opinion, it's the it's the best time to do it. I mean, Absolutely. if you're if you're going to pick a time to start a business, it, it makes sense to do it when those personal liabilities and responsibilities are low. That way, you can go full bore into something. Well, hundred percent. I do want to challenge the whole younger people can inherently work harder than older people. I think that can be true, but it's yep. also a level of, I guess, drive and motivation. Oh, a lot of people easy. want to enjoy being young yep. um, to an extent where it becomes less productive and more of, um, I guess, enjoying these those younger years. So, I mean, yep. I, I fight that internally all the time where there's that... Um, you know, I, I want to go see the world or do these things, but knowing that making the sacrifices now, there's a greater probability of having those experiences later is kind of yep. like the sacrifice. I guess yep. what, what is that for you? What is that drive? Is it just because you've always done it or what, what is your, do you have a why? Um, well, yeah, I, mean, I like what you said. It's, it's, it's a very unique circumstance because out of almost all my friends and out of most of the people I knew through college, um, you're right, most young people are out there partying, you know, letting loose, doing their thing because they're young and that's the time to do it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's yeah, just, oh, it's God, just a matter of where your priorities it's, are set. It's where you wanna, it's where you wanna go. And, um, and I think, like you said, you kind of refine what I said a little bit. Not every young person can outwork an older person and not every older person can outwork a younger person. It's just case by case basis. Um, a driving factor for me is very, similar to what you said. Um, 
you know, I started my business when I was 17 years old. So from the age of 17 to now, I'll be 22 here pretty soon. You know, I've missed out on a lot. Uh, I've you know lost some good relationships. I've missed out on some traveling opportunities. I've missed out on going to parties and you know uh, um, music events, things like that. And and dang, dude, you're already old. Yeah, and then you're, you're already, already so old. You're the ripe old age of 22. Hey, the ripe old age of 22. I want to talk. I'm 24 <laughs> still. And, <laughs> and and people look at that and they're just like, man, you're missing out so much. And I and I think that's true and all, but the way I look at it is. I would love to go to a music festival. I absolutely would. But I would much rather attend a music festival if I could be in the VIP section and possibly even meeting the musicians. But that's not going to happen if I'm 20 years old and I don't have any money, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'd rather do it when I'm 25, 26 and I'm backstage meeting the artists or, you know, doing something a little bit more unique or traveling the world and not having to stay in a hostel, but rather staying in a four or five star hotel. Um, and uh that's and like the, said, there's no, the way to do it there's nothing wrong with either way i mean there is nothing i've got some friends that are doing it kind of that first route and they are living life they're loving it and it's and it's uh and it's amazing but i just like you said if it's a little bit different priorities i want to i want to do things a little bit differently i've always been a little more different and um and the driving factor of it is i just want to do what other people can't do i want to i want to live a life that people look at and they're just kind of like wow man, i wish i could be doing that and the, the reality is you can it's just how you live your life. It's how you change your priorities. It's mm-hmm. the shifts you make. It's all achievable. It's just willing. It's just a matter of how willing you are to sacrifice, you know, as much as it takes to get there. And it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all it's all mental. All mental state. This is definitely a big part of it. Well, there's no doubt about that. And that's like you said. One reason I don't drink coffee is just it just gets me too jittery. I mean, I wake up in the morning, have a big glass of uh, cold ice water, and. And that's just enough. I and mean, that just kicks you off. That's just a budget saver. Really. It's a budget saver. Yeah. I mean, I'll brew coffee just because it smells good, but I won't even drink it just because it just, it's just gets you just. You can bring it off. here because we drink plenty of <laughs> it. Give it to I you guys. Mean, yeah. I know my guys would I'll appreciate it. Start a nonprofit that. foundation of just, you know. Coffee for a cure. Coffee. Coffee for a cause. I like that. <laughs> coffee for getting anything done at all. Okay. So this is something new that we're employing uh, on Tuesdays at 2. We've done over the past couple episodes, and I've really liked what it's done. So this is a rapid fire 20 questions. So what you're going to do, um, answer ideally as quickly as you can don't rush it to the point where you're not saying what you truly mean but you know we have a limited amount of time and they're 20 questions but they're relatively simple so let's go ahead and kick off rapid fire 20 questions first what's the best piece of advice you've ever received um don't stop believing i wish that's a great song yeah yeah um let's see uh do you have any pets nope uh what's your favorite movie ever interstellar really yep why is that because the only thing that makes sense is that nothing makes sense you can always watch it and learn something new i like movies like that um this actually isn't too far off from you describe yourself as a teenager in three words hungry unique energetic what's in your pockets right now birds bees nothing else only Burt's Bees. Only Burt's Bees. All about Burt's Bees. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? People not sticking to their words. But sometimes when you stick, you know, you guess on your word, um, there are certain circumstances that might come up. But if it's something that you promised or, uh, you know, you guess on your word, stick to it. Are you a dark chocolate or milk chocolate person? Milk chocolate, dark chocolate makes me sneeze. 
Make, wait, makes you sneeze? Every time I eat How does it make you sneeze? I have no idea there's something in it, and I just, as soon as I eat it, just start sneezing. Okay. If you could be from any other decade or era, what would it be? The 80s. The 80s? Why is that? Music was good. The girls were pretty. I like the fashion. And they're not now. Oh, they're still, they're still, they're still pretty <laughs> now, but it was just a different, it's a different look back then. Mm-hmm. And it was just a fun, it was just a fun time. A larger, larger stuff. hair. A little larger hair. Yeah. The one piece is pretty cool too. <laughs> Um, let's see. If you weren't in this industry, the industry you are right now, I know it's probably hard to think about because you've done it for so long, but what else could you see yourself doing? Uh, economic development, building uh, infrastructure, building, I don't know, just economic growth, whether it's building buildings, uh, subdivisions, businesses, just things like that, just the infrastructure so things can be put in into place. Mm-hmm. What is on your top Spotify playlist right now? Do you have a favorite? Uh, Drake and Kanye. Drake and Kanye. Kanye's new uh, album's pretty. It's pretty deep stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like it too. Um, let's see. If you could have any three people, dead or alive, over for dinner, who would they be? Uh, this can take a second. This is a rapid fire. <laughs> uh, can it be family? Yeah. Yeah. So my mother's. Uh, uh, so I guess my grandfather, my grandmother, and then. Um, hmm. I guess it would probably be someone like Albert Einstein, just different. Mm-hmm. He gets it. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting yeah. just to have family and yeah. then Albert Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> what about, oh, this is a big one. If your house was on fire, what two things would you run back in to get? Just two things. Two things I would get uh, would probably be a, a small safe that I have because um, it's got you know, little personal possessions in it. And then, um, geez, that's a that's a tough one. Obviously, a f- cell phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, name a book that you've read that either you know recently or a little longer back that has positively shaped you. A book that you read that really like impacted you. Yeah, uh, this is a, more of an educational book, but Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, one of the one of the best, if not the best, uh, financial. Uh, books of all time. I think that's what it was ranked or an award it was given. That's awesome. Um, who would play you in the movie of your life? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. I think mm-hmm. the, the reason why it's tough is because there's nobody like me. But uh, if there had to be a, an actor, probably Leonardo DiCaprio. And, and the reason I say that is. Because you can, you're because you're the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, no, it's just he's he's got the ability to really capture what can't be captured. I think that's one of the reasons. One of his you know claim to fame is, is he's been able to do something that a lot of actors really just can't do. I think a lot of actors can fill a role, but when he does it, it's just it's just really different. It's really really different. Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland. I mean, he's he's a hell of an actor. He's a bit younger. Um, I think he would also be someone that could capture a lot of uh, a lot of what I've done and, and kind of my style, I guess. Definitely. Let's see. Uh, iPhone or Android? IPhone. iPhone. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not savvy enough to do the Android thing. <laughs> um, if you had a spirit animal, what would it be? What animal? A lion. A lion? A lion. What is it about a lion? Uh, you can kill a lion cub, but you can only wound a lion. Nice. Interpret that as you, as you will. I like that. Um, let's see here. Um, what's your? Do you have a favorite TV show? Um, my favorite TV show. Man, I don't really watch that much TV or Netflix. Um, I Is there used a to, classic. Yeah. Show of any sort. Um, 
Jeez. Yeah, that's a tough one. Probably how it's made. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm really living on living life on the edge with that one. But yeah, how it's <laughs> how it's made was probably one of my favorites growing up. Nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've always been kind of about that, like mechanical process yeah. stuff. It's yeah. really entertaining. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed it too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, any tattoos? Nope. Nope. And uh, best gift you've ever received? Is there one that stands out for you? The best gift I ever received. Hmm. Um, probably my grandfather's watch. Uh, that actually no, not that. My actually my grandfather gave me a, a little buckeye that he had found. Um. Uh, one day when he was walking when he was starting his company and over time he rubbed it and it just became really smooth and he gave it to me when I was talking to him about how to manage stress and anxiety and things like that and uh, he said just I'll give you this it helped me it might help you and and I started using it it's really really helped me a lot I'm a I'm a fidgeter type of person and just having something just to rub whether it's in your uh, just in your hand or if it's in your coat pocket or whatever um, that's probably the, the best gift I'm, I'm not a super super materialistic person I like material things obviously we build custom cars and dressing nice and things like that mm-hmm. but it's just something that didn't cost anyone anything but it had a lot more meaning to it that's awesome have you rubbed it thin yet um no but there was one <laughs> spot that was rough that when he gave it to me and I've made that one smooth so I can see how he did the whole thing compared to what he was doing back in the day mm-hmm. yep that's awesome Last question. If you had one superpower, what would it be? If I had one superpower, what read minds? That could be helpful. Yeah, especially in business. Oh yeah. I can do I can do an okay job at that. I can I can read people very well. Um but uh read people's minds. I don't know That's if an important know. skill. I think people don't you know, they they think you, oh, I'm a salesperson, I just go out and I tell people, <laughs> here's what you need and then they do it. Like there's not a, a level of either relationship building or, or I mean soft mind reading, really. Yeah, part no, of it's it. it's a it's a cringe. I mean, I I know so many people that, you know, man, I, I go I went to college for sales and I can sell and I'm like, all right, go ahead and sell me something and they just do it and you're just kinda like what? And it's and like you said, it's a little bit. Of do you do that whole right? like? Do you do that whole uh, trick that? Like, sell me this some, pen. Some, sell me this pen thing. Yeah, geez. Yeah, let's <laughs> write this down. I mean, that's that's original. Um, but uh, no, it's um. Yeah, so there's a whole lot more to selling than just what comes out of a textbook. I believe that what's in a textbook is very valuable, but there's a lot more. There's a difference between really being able to sell and like really being able to sell. Yeah, so, guess sell yourself first too. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in my opinion, I guess in, in my experience, especially being a young person selling mainly to people who are older than me, it's yep. not a matter of, um, of course, it's about, you know, serving a specific need. That's why we do, that's why we provide the service we provide. Yeah. But at the same time, it's more about building that relationship, um, building that relationship and then essentially having that buddy to say, hey, help me out with this, help me out with this, help me out with this. Connection. You know, so, that's, that's more important. Person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely okay well this has been an awesome episode of Tuesdays at 2 do you have um, I guess where can people find you yeah um, online if they want to sp- uh, follow Spartan 4x4 or any of your you know personal stuff you got going yeah so uh, we're really big on Instagram and Facebook um, so on Instagram and Facebook it's just Spartan underscore 4x4 and Spartech underscore performance and then my own personal Instagram handle is letter R letter B the number 3 underscore underscore official so that's again on our websites too. So you can just search Spartan4x4.com or SpartechPerformance.com. 
Absolutely. Well, Robert, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this is great. Like there's a lot of commotion going on downstairs. we got to figure <laughs> out what all of that's about. It's but an exciting place to work. Absolutely. This this place is just so much so much fun all the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely enjoyable. Um, Tuesdays Two is going to continue to carry on. We are excited um, for incoming guests. We're excited for a new year and for a new look. I hope you all are enjoying uh, the new studio and the new setup. Again, Robert, thank you so much for, for coming in. Uh, you're going to see some more stuff out of us uh, as far as content together uh, coming out soon. But again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.